to that so original podcast. We are here today to talk to you about episodes five and six of a teacher. But I like to call this episode five and six part de <laughs> because we already recorded this episode Did a couple we know? of days ago. Did we know? Well, okay, we already <laughs> talked about <laughs> these episodes. You a few recorded days ago, it, <laughs> and I recorded it, but somebody did not record her portion of the programming. So, see also a teacher episode five six. Tiffany's a dumbass. <laughs> so here we are again. Here we are again. We're going to talk about it again, and um, I'm going to be funny this time. The only thing that's changed since we recorded last is that we have now watched episode two of Stranger Things, and I'm still kind of wondering how much further I'm going to get with my son because he sits three centimeters from me the entire show and is like, is this the Demogorgon? Is this going to be the Demogorgon? When did we see the Demogorgon? Is this going to be the Demogorgon? Even though I've shown him a picture of it from Google, like, here's what it looks like. It's really not that scary. It looks like a flower when it's open. It's fine, but we'll see. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what have we been watching? I mentioned this last time, but why not mention it again? Because no one heard that last time. Um, <laughs> we started binge watching Buffy, the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer over yes. Thanksgiving. Here's the thing. I didn't have the WB back in the day because we didn't have that. And I was also a little bit older. I think I was like, so it was, nine. I think, 97 when it came out. So I was nineteen yeah. twenty. Um, mm-hmm. So I was a little bit older than what what was like the popular age group for that. So True. and the, so I missed out on a whole bunch of it. So there's like the first couple seasons I didn't watch a bunch of. So I'm catching up with the kids. We're on season three. They really love it. My son is in love with Spike. Thank you, child, for being bright and smart and wonderful. Exactly. Spike is wonderful. He's the best character. Yes. He's like, uh, love, he's, love him. So that's been super fun. Last night, we actually watched the new Godmothered on, what is that, Disney Plus? That was super cute. It's a good family movie. It has a nice message about what Happily Ever After looks like, so I thought I enjoyed that. Oh, and Fargo. I finished Fargo. Oh, yeah, yeah. This new season of Fargo, and it's amazing from beginning to end, and everybody should watch it. Especially, Tell me again where it streams. Um, I don't know where. I don't. It's on FX, so it's probably on Hulu. So, uh, okay. But it, I think there's, I think we're, I still haven't looked it up. I'm almost positive this is season four. But this season was so amazing just as a standalone season. And then, like, there's an after credit scene and you realize that it is an origin story and it blew my freaking mind. And maybe I'm just stupid, but I thought that I had, I did not see it coming and whoo, it was so good. So, so good. So. If you like, if you're into the Fargo, maybe you dropped off because last season I thought was shitty. So come back for this season because I think season two was the best season. And then for this character to come back in season four, there you go. Maybe one day. um... It's not, it's not for everybody and it's hard to jump in this far in, but I don't, I, it's really dark. It's kind of boring in parts, but the writing is so damn good. Well, speaking of boring in parts, (laughs) let's... (laughs) Let's get into this episode, and I'm not sure if we ever said this to begin with, but uh, this is That So Original Podcast, and we are talking about FX is on Hulu's A Teacher. That's there you a go. mouthful. It's just a lot of X's. Okay. There's a lot of X's. It is. <laughs> okay, so I'll start us off here. We are in a house with Claire and Eric, and he's recording her on 
his phone and there's this really dorky goofy music in the background it's just terrible and he's like I never get to see you like this and she's like like what and he's like like yourself and he's like let's just take a tour of this place and this is some kind of cabin retreat somewhere and there's animal heads all over the walls and she's like and this is a deer and Eric's like no, nah, that's an elk. And I was like, well, it looked like a deer to me. So a uh, uh, royal queen. Nope. Um, I know, you know, yeah. No, okay. It was an elk. All right. it's, it's okay. Not. So after we finished recording last time, I asked Tweed if there were elk in Tennessee, because I was like, I'm going to tell her that there aren't elk in Tennessee. And that's why <laughs> I don't know the difference. And he's like, yeah, there are. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, well, we don't have them here. <laughs> we don't have them here. I am 99.9% certain we don't, unless it's I'm maybe up in the UP, but we don't have them like where I'm at, but I know what they look uh, like. I don't, I mean, apparently they look like a deer they to do. me, at they least. Do. Okay. They do. All right. Whatever. If it was a moose, I would have been like, that's a moose. Yeah. Something with antlers looks like a damn deer. Anyway, they are still in Texas. They are around the Dallas area we later find out they're walking around in the backyard of this place and it's nothing but all these rolling pastures and cows and stuff like that he puts his arm around her and he's like i never want to leave and she says happy birthday and they kiss and then she's like delete that video and then she goes back inside and so this is obviously his little birthday getaway and they show like a close-up of his face right here at the end of the scene and he just looks like a child like a baby and I know that this actor he is much much older but somehow I don't know if it's just that he naturally looks as young or if they've just I don't know done something with his hair looks it just has a really young look and it is such a stark contrast because I feel like the more episodes we get through the older she looks is that yes I don't think it's makeup or anything I think it's the cinematography because Mm -hmm, if they mm -hmm. if they take whatever like the blue out of the scene and stuff it can make you look really pale and I okay they've done that to her she's she's become really pale and I think I think it's on purpose because she's a beautiful woman and she looks shitty in Mm -hmm. the show so yeah 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 sure her face is getting lines and I think she just looks Mm -hmm. a lot older so I was super confused when this this first little bit because I thought I missed an episode because it somewhat seemed like there was this huge time jump because they'd like screwed two times and then all of a sudden they're on a <laughs> like a vacation away. So I was super confused and I wondered if like we were like months ahead and Creeper's in a nursing home now or what's <laughs> happening, but it was very unclear. But we figured it out. So we are later that night at this little cabin deal. And they are outside in a horse trough, hot tub, question mark, drinking beers. I don't even know if, I think it's just a puddle of water. It might be an actual (laughs) horse trough. It's so weird. (laughs) And they're drinking beers. And Claire's all proud. Can you believe I found this place? And he says, well, when did you book it? She's like, a couple weeks ago. He's like, wait, what? How did you know my, when my birthday was? She says, she jokes. She says she's a mind reader, but no, he told her and she just remembered. So she's been planning to take this minor away. For weeks, because she's so excited about him turning 18 and this now being consensual and he's an adult. Fuck you and your stupidity. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) 
So now this is even later. They are back inside the house and they're, I guess the horse trough made them hungry. And they're eating dinner and drinking wine. And she gives a toast to the smartest, handsomest guy she's ever met. They got a 1375 on his SATs. And I am cringing so hard that my eyeballs hurt. (laughs) (sighs) So gross. Like she, she sounds like she's 17 and she's so gross. And then she tells him, how did you keep this? Or asked him, how did you keep this cooking thing a secret from me for so long? I'm like, well, Claire, there's not a lot of time to talk about cooking when you're straddling me in the backseat of your station wagon. So, right. And, you know, probably the same way that she's been keeping sleeping with her student a secret. It's like, it seems like it's not that hard to keep a secret, huh, Claire? Apparently. Mm. Well, he says he gets a lot of experience cooking for his brothers that are not twins, are twins. Nobody knows. <laughs> and besides Claire, it's just spaghetti and sauce. And it is. It's just like, can't, it's, it's jar <laughs> spaghetti sauce. And spaghetti. <laughs> he didn't go all out, sweetheart. If it's got more than two steps, it's cooking, Tiffany. Okay. Um, okay. But she right. goes on to explain that, you know, she would have killed for cooking like this when she was growing up because her dad took them to McDonald's every night after her mom died. And she goes on, her, my mom was the best cook and she used to make everything from scratch. And apparently her mother died when she was nine. And she wants to tell us all how about her mom was the life of the party. She'd throw big barbecues and she'd have buckets of gin and tonics. And I have to wonder if her mother was an alcoholic too. Seems like there was a lot of alcohols going in that house. Mm-hmm. But then her mom got sick and cancer and died. And her dad started drinking and brother joined the military. And her life was really hard, okay? She was all alone in this quiet house. And uh, shut up, Claire. <laughs> so she had a shitty childhood. Doesn't make what she's doing okay. I don't fall for the whole Arrested Development thing. It just doesn't fly with me that, like, she's stuck as this teenage Claire and she hasn't matured mentally past that. It's bullshit. But she starts crying and she says she tried to be perfect as a way to rebel against her dad. I mean, her dad's an alcoholic. She hasn't said, like, my dad was like a, he was a bad yeah, person. Yeah, like he was a, yeah. a mean drunk. Like, I don't know what, like he didn't go to work. What kind of alcoholic was he? But she had to rebel against him having a beer, apparently. I don't know. But it, you know, it didn't work that way. And she just became a walking reminder of what her dad had lost. And, oh, I'm just going to ask. So did you ever think about reaching out to your dad? And Eric's like, uh, no, I'm way more emotionally stable than you. And I never knew him. So what's to miss? And Claire hugs him and says, you're just the best older brother and just a really good man. Shut up, Claire. So the next morning, they're laying in bed together and they're like, hi, hey. And it's so gross. And then he's like, come here. And then they start snugging. He tells her He tells her to vomit. snug in into like his mm. arm crook. Snug in. Snug in. Snug in. Mm-mm. They're snugging. If you snug in, you're snugging and it's gross and I don't like it. <laughs> they need a snuggie. <laughs> they could snug and they're snuggy. He says, I like the way you smell in the morning. I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure my husband has never, ever told me that. Cause <laughs> she asked him if he feels any older and I'm like, yep. One whole day, but I'm just... like, and I've lost my he... childhood or something. Yeah. And he says years older. I'm like, ouch, ouch. You know, I don't think that's a good thing really <laughs> when you, when you're 18. So being with her makes him feel old, I guess. And Claire's phone buzzes and it's Matt. And as as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, where does he think mm-hmm. that she is? And she's like, okay, I have to take this. She goes outside and she's talking to him. And apparently she has told him she's at some kind of teacher's conference. And 
He's telling her about his first gig. So exciting. Music, <laughs> magic, who knows? We'll find out. And she has to be back for that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, fine. Totally wouldn't miss it for the world. And she goes back inside after getting off the phone with Matt. And Eric is making coffee. And he's acting all pissy. And I'm like, oh, my God, Eric, grow up. And he's doing the whole, of course, he's 18. Yeah, so he can't grow up re- very let's much. Let's reevaluate. So, yeah. <laughs> so He's doing the whole, I'm fine, I'm fine. You can tell that he's bothered by the fact that she's still tethered to Matt. She grabs him and she's like, come on. And then he just stares at her and he's like, take your underwear off. And she's like, what? And he is feeling so threatened by Matt that now he's got to take on this persona of this big, tough manly man take control of the situation and fuck her on the table and i guess that's her kink because she's she's all into it so i say is this an airbnb because i hope they wash their ass prints off this table i mean how do you and did, did, did she and matt not share a bank account how is she explaining this charge did, i mean it's not like she could pay cash I don't know. I mean, and that would be a shitload of cat. Wouldn't you think? It a would be expensive. Weekend? And it's, it looks, yeah. it's a nice place. I mean, I've never stayed someplace that nice. So I don't know. No. And even if she's using cash, like that's a lot of cash to account for. Maybe she's getting back at him. She's like, you spent all that money on magic equipment. I am going to go spend a that's lot of money. True. That's on true. This. And, you know, and she did say for something special, she didn't clarify that that would be a romantic birthday getaway with her juvenile boyfriend with her so. with her child child husband <laughs> her child man yeah <laughs> so this is later the same day because we can tell because claire is still wearing the same hoodie they are outside in their smoking pot and claire says she's scared to smoke it but not scared to sexually assault a child wow we know where your lines are claire mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently claire's never smoked before she says she's gotten sort of high once and thought everyone hated her and that she peed her pants and i said only one of these things didn't happen <laughs> i'm pretty certain everybody hates you so uh-huh uh-huh and i well she might have peed her pants who knows <laughs> And Eric says, don't worry, he'll shotgun it to her by taking a little of his mouth and blowing it into her. It's like they're kissing. And it's so gross. And she says, oh, my God, I'm a stoner now, Eric. Uh, shut up, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her so much. It's so romantic. I was like, and that's the story of how Claire became a crackhead. Then this is where I have, this episode is so boring. Oh, my God. It really, it really is. My next line is, God, this trip just keeps going. <laughs> that night, they're sitting on the couch, and he wants to know what she was like in high school. And I'm like, I'm going to guess she wasn't having sex with her teachers. She says she was, quote, unquote, so boring. And he wants to know about all her boyfriends. And she's like, I didn't have any. I was a virgin until my senior year of college when I met Matt. And he laughs. And I'm like, that's, that's not that funny, Eric, but okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shut up, Eric. Yeah. Okay, yeah. How about a shut up, Eric? Probably, in here? Yeah, stop so. judging me <laughs> and my life choices. God damn it. I needed rules, Eric. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, she says it was self-imposed. I needed rules. No drinking, no boys. Now she wants to know about Allison. Uh, please, please tell me about this 15-year-old that I'm so incredibly jealous of, or however old Allison is, whatever. He says they were together for six months, and she's like, oh, so it was serious. And I'm like, um, I mean, if you want to call a summer and fall semester serious, but I guess at 16. At 16, sure. that's like life and death right there. Sure, yeah. And they, they 
said I love you, so it's forever. He's like, well, that was forever ago. I was 16, a mere child compared to the manly adult man I am now at 18, Claire. And she just looks at him longingly and she's like, oh, the girls at UT are going to be all over you. You've got your whole life ahead of you. You're going to have so much fun and have sex with so many people. And you can see by his face that he's getting very uncomfortable with this conversation because he's already picked out the wallpaper runner in their mm-hmm. nursery. Like he is in this for the long haul. And She's like, hey, you want to go into town? It's like a bar or something. And he's like, I don't have an ID. I turned 18, Claire, 18. And she's like, oh, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, we could just stay here, too. So he chugs his beer and goes to get another one because I, I don't know what's what's happening right now. But I think he's starting to get in his feels. Yeah, he's caught feelings and mm-hmm. she has mm-hmm. not. And you got to give it to Claire because probably when she turned 18, that was a legal drinking age because she's an old whore. Um, That's true. <laughs> and I, they're sitting there. <laughs> Accurate. They're eating pizza. And I want to know who delivers to this out of the way cabin deal. Did they drive to go get the pizza? This kid and this weird lady who looks like his mom. <laughs> and they were all over each other. Why is this not like sending up alarm bells everywhere? Ew, 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 ew. But anyways, Eric has gone to the kitchen to get another beer and he's checking his phone and it's all birthday messages and claire comes in and asks what's wrong and why are you ruining our ruining our last night together <sighs> and he says because tomorrow you're gonna go back to him all capitals and this <laughs> and this will never have happened this isn't real and she's like of course it is and he says then why are you talking about who i'm gonna fuck when i go to college what is this to you you're just some bored housewife shit i'm like yep that's exactly what this mm-hmm. is yep she says, well, you're not going to want me when you go to college. You're going to be done with me. Cue crying, guilt tripping, gaslighting. I'm risking my entire life to be here with you. And I feel like a terrible person. And of course, because he's a child, starts saying, I'm sorry. Please stop crying, mommy. I love you. Because that's what it comes down to. And Claire starts laughing. She's like, I love you. And he's say it again. She's like, I love you. Oh, let's go get promise rings. Don't really sure how to feel about Oh, I was just listening <laughs> the background music while you do this part. <laughs> <laughs> then we quick cut to them having sex all slowly to uh, stay. I don't know who's singing this version. Is it Rihanna singing this version? I don't think it is. It was very good. I'm not saying the music was the best part of this scene. Let's, let's just mm-hmm. give it that. So they're there holding each other the next morning and then we see them watching horses run outside and being out in the backyard wearing cowboy hats and then we cut to them driving back and all I gotta know is where does Eric's mom think he is for two days or three days however long they've been gone I don't even know Mm. yeah so he gets home it's really late when he gets home and yet again I have not looked up how far Austin and Dallas are from each other but Texas is a huge state so I mean it could be that it was just a really long drive or they didn't leave till late I don't know I think they're a decent distance apart I okay think. I think I don't know I feel like they are and I was like the sun was rising when they were doing all that what I call Texas stuff outside and so it must have just been a long trip but anyway he gets back really late his brother's 
question mark, are asleep already. And Sandy's in the kitchen doing some dishes before she has to go to work. She says that Devin was sad that he didn't get to see him on his birthday, but they got a birthday cake anyway. She had hoped that he would have gotten home earlier, but it's fine because he was having fun with his friends. So there's that answer. That's where she thinks he has been. Mm-hmm. But she has to go to work, and he was, I guess, supposed to watch his brothers when she was going, but she was like, I decided to give you a break, so I sent them next door, and I was like, what the fuck is next door? What is next door? Was was the 7-Eleven all full, and they couldn't send them over there for the night? Was the crack house closed for the winter break? I don't know. Maybe it's an orphanage next door, and they just keep tossing them over there for a while. Yeah, and they just keep coming back, keep finding their way back. So, Eric is left all alone with the birthday cake his mom basically bought for his brothers, because there's big chunk missing and he just gets to sit there in his guilt and loneliness or whatever he's feeling it's very hard to read his face i think in this scene and this cake says happy birthday eh, on it so because his brothers (laughs) ate a giant giant whole lot of it so oh boy this is when this whole episode finally gets exciting it took this long guys it took this long Mm -hmm. so claire's at a bar about to watch matt perform for the first time with his magic group and he is the lamest rocker magician ever. Um, thank God Catherine shows up to save the day. And she sa- she hugs Claire and tells Claire she smells good. And Claire says, thanks, I showered. And I washed the 18-year-old teen off. Um, <laughs> and Catherine says, how bad is this going to be? And said, Catherine is me in every situation ever. <laughs> And Claire says, they're a cover band. So if you like Neil Young, Talking Heads, David Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make your last self laugh. <laughs> and Kenneth says, well, the bartenders looked me in the face five times and ignored me. Fuck it. So she reaches over the bar, grabs the giant bottle of tequila and runs and screams at Claire, hurry up, bitch. And I love, to- <laughs> I love Catherine because I'm not going to say I haven't done this. Catherine is awesome. Yeah. Okay, so we're outside. Claire and Catherine are leaning against, I think, uh, Claire's car. And they're just tipping back this dispenser bottle of tequila back and forth between them to prep for this horrible band. And Catherine asks Claire about her weekend. And Claire says, oh, yeah, I went to a conference in Dallas with some old colleagues. And there were some interesting keynotes. Obviously prepared statement. And Catherine's (laughs) like, "That's that's the best you can do? That might fool Matt, but it doesn't fool me. You've been glowing. And sure shit aren't pregnant because you're chugging this tequila. So I've deduced you're having an affair. Claire's like, what? No. And Catherine's like, hey, it's cool with me. How else can you remember you're alive? So were you with a guy this weekend? And Claire kind of smiles. And Catherine's like, I knew it. And Claire is so goddamn proud. I've never felt this way before. I've never allowed myself to feel this way. Catherine's like, well, if you want more Weezer covers, I don't blame you. I was like, thank you, Catherine. (laughs) And so she's got to know, who is he? Who is he? Who is he? Claire's like, I can't tell you. Catherine's like, well, can you tell me how's the D? Claire's like, the D is great. Like, I love it. Literally love it. It's so gross. (laughs) Catherine's like, the lust phase. Awesome. Is he older? And Claire just kind of shakes her head. And Catherine's like, younger? Oh, shit. Claire Wilson, yes. <laughs> and she's like, who is he? I promise I won't tell anybody. Just tell me. I had, is this the moment? Is this the moment she's going to be the one to rat them out? Of every, I thought it was going to be 
Cody, the college guy, was going to run or into them somewhere. Or they caught somewhere. Yeah. Something. But Claire could not fucking wait to tell this secret because she's so proud of herself. And she's like, it's Eric. And Catherine's like, Eric? I don't know Eric. Who's Eric? And she's like, Eric Walker. Catherine says, yeah, right. Okay, Eric's cute and all, but come on. And I was like, this is when you'd be like, ah, just kidding. Ha ha. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, like, read the room. <laughs> read the room, Claire. You wouldn't know him. He's He lives in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but... Claire's face is falling, and and you can tell she's having an oh shit moment. Like, oh wow, okay, probably shouldn't have said that. Everybody sobers up really quickly. Real quick. And <laughs> Catherine's like, Claire, he's your student. And she's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I know, but he's 18 and we're in love. So, I mean, that makes it totally fine. And Catherine, like, with her head in her hands, is like, oh my God, that's a monumental abuse of power. And again, Catherine. Catherine is all of us because that's what Mm -hmm. we've been screaming for five episodes now. And Claire is just trying to justify it in every way she can. Well, he's over the age of consent. We're in a real relationship. We love each other. Catherine's like, he's a kid. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I have to report you. And that's like another thing that we had talked about last time is when you're a teacher, you're a mandatory reporter. So did she really think like that they were close enough? I mean, how many times has she hung out with Catherine? I mean, last time she just bailed on her when she was trying to tell her about the doggy she wanted to adopt. And they've been friends for like, what, like four months, however long school's been in. So exactly. Uh, If they hang out at school, like a couple of times out of school, like they are not BFF enough that she's going to keep your secret. Claire is begging her not to. She says it will literally ruin my life. Me, me, me. It's all about me me and Catherine again all of us she's just like wow 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 and she walks away Claire starts having a panic attack in the middle of the parking lot and like she's she's fucked this is the beginning of the end you have to wonder what happened after this did she go inside and listen to Weezer covers (laughs) I was gonna I was gonna ask that because we didn't talk about that last time but I was like did she just go back in and pretend like everything was okay did she tell him she didn't feel good and went home like how did this night end I am dying to know I mean did she walk back in with a tequila bottle like oops sorry we picked this up by mistake (laughs) my friend is such a looney tune sorry Uh, yeah but all the hard eyes for Catherine. she is Mm -hmm. chef's kiss love her love her yeah and she's she's the french teacher so trebian Catherine. trebian (laughs) bonsoir i don't know i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) before we get into episode six i don't know what happened to my voice right there did you hear that okay before we get into episode six i wanted to quickly interject here with some things that I had been reading on various social media platforms about this show. Uh, I had seen a lot of people commenting that they didn't like how this show seemed to glorify the relationship between a teacher and a student. And I have to say that I don't think those people have watched one bit of the show because it is absolutely in my opinion, not a glorification of this relationship at all. There has been no 
scene where they have been intimate or together that I have thought, oh, this is, this is sexy. Every situation like that is so uncomfortable and just makes you feel like your skin is crawling. I don't know if it's the writing, if it's the acting, the direction, just a combination of everything, but there is not one thing about this show that is that is sexy or glorifying this relationship. It's it's gross. It feels gross to watch, but I love how it's done like that because it this is gross. This is disgusting and it should not feel sexy. No, and I think they did made a good point of that, especially with their first encounter. That to me felt like an assault. Like it totally mm-hmm. it was not it didn't feel consensual to me. So it's got to be the directing and the editing that they're just the way they're cutting it mm-hmm. together is just I think they could make it like very porny if they wanted to. And yeah, and they haven't and good for them. I just want to interject with that and say, well done. Yeah, well done. Yes. And we'll get more into this of how Eric's viewing this whole deal, mm-hmm. which is great. So on to episode six, Claire's lying in bed and she's whispering. I'm having an affair. I'm having an affair having an affair just louder and louder and i thought she was alone but no matt is sleeping next to her and the louder she gets all of a sudden he just turns over and he's like what and i was like wouldn't that be the shittiest way to wake up oh my god (laughs) why can't you just say i shit the bed that would have been just as bad (laughs) he would have hopped up like you know jack in the box and then she'd have been like oh yeah no i didn't but i am having an affair equally gross so i didn't shit the bed but she just jumps right in she's like i'm sleeping with one of my students and matt's face like what what the fuck So it's breakfast time at Eric's house now, and the doorbell rings. It is a man and a woman. We find out very soon that these are two police investigators. They are there to talk to him. They sit down in the living room with his mom, who is like, what in the hell is going on? She is completely blindsided by all of this. And they're asking him about his relationship with Claire. They want to know if they're friends. And he's very carefully answering these questions. He's like, well, she's a good teacher and she's helped me with my SATs. And they're like, well, have you hung out with her outside of school? And Sandy's like doing the back and forth like ping pong thing like her head she's like what Wait, i what? i love huh? that she that, that, that she put in there she's so confused she's like well is this teacher okay like yeah like maybe she was yeah. murdered you know she's so confused on what's happened and he says yeah she tutors me she's met me at the restaurant where i work a few times and the guy investigator is like so has she done anything more with you aside from tutoring has she ever been inappropriate have you ever fooled around the guy's like look i know she's an attractive lady maybe things got confusing and eric's like nope nope not confusing at all and the woman investigator just breaks it down she's like look the school was notified this morning a report was filed we know about your romantic cabin getaway last weekend or whatever we know everything and sandy her her, she is like what the fuck she is shocked and eric too his face he he knows the jig is up secrets out and now this is all gonna come crashing down but I love that he had the common sense to deny, deny, deny. Stick mm-hmm. to, nope, we just did this and this and this and play dumb. Claire didn't because she had to be so damn proud of her freaking stupid self. 
Yeah, she had to brag about it, where she has been telling him repeatedly, uh, you know, rename me in your phone, delete all these messages, delete that video of me. And then the first chance she gets to brag about it to a friend, she's spilling the beans. And she can't tell me that she was drunk. She had just taken two sips of tequila. It doesn't hit you that fast, Claire. No. I know you weigh like 12 pounds, but come on. (laughs) (sighs) So we discussed this last time. It's very unclear. Maybe Matt is at... Claire's brother's Nate's house. I don't know. I think so. And he just like, hey, uh, hey, um, she told me she's having an affair. And Nate's like, oh, that sucks. You know, my wife and I went through a rough patch. We saw someone. We're good. And he's like, Matt's like, um, no, it's with a student. Some kid she's been tutoring. And Nate's like, uh, who told you that? Um, she did because she can't <laughs> shut her freaking trap. Nate says, well, does anybody else know? And Matt's like, yeah, she told another teacher of all the stupidest people she could tell because she's not that bright. And Nate's like, well, if he doesn't confirm it and it was consensual, they most likely won't press charges. And Matt's like, what do I do? Um, Run for the hills, Matt. That's what you freaking do. Grab your magic hat. Get the hell out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Grab your wand, your hat, get the fuck out. So Claire is at home and she does not look upset or like her life is over at all. Not even, I mean, she doesn't even look sad. The phone rings and it's Eric and he's flipping out. He wants to see her. He's like, the police were at my house this morning and they said they knew everything and I didn't know what to do. So please, Claire, I don't know what to do. And Claire starts crying because, you know, she's got to manipulate the situation. And Eric says, can you say something? She's like, I'm sorry. I have to go. Wrong number. No. <laughs> Nufo, who did? Yeah, Eric just sits on his bed and just collapses in on himself like a dying star. He just looks devastated. Like, what is my life right now? I love this woman. I've gotten her in trouble. I'm 18. I'm a stupid kid. Help me. It's just a mess. So, okay, we are with Logan and Creeper, i.e. He walks into his mom's house. She's on the phone with somebody, and she's talking about how she's already contacted a lawyer. And what did we decide? That she was, like, wanting to make sure that this woman's going to get prosecuted or yeah, charges she, are going to... she had her husband call the district attorney already so that make sure that Claire gets in trouble. Because I'm probably... She's probably thinking that Claire is sleeping with everybody because look at Creeper. I was just going to write He's that. the same yeah. age, so as her. Right, right. Well, I was like, she's a predator, so... Yep. I would be, too. I would be, too. I Yeah. So she gets off the phone momentarily and she asks Logan if he knows what's up with Eric and he's like I don't know he's been acting weird since he started dating this college girl and his mom's like oh you beautiful tropical fish he is not dating a college girl he's having sex with Miss Wilson and Logan is like nah not that Eric. Can't be true. Eric has no game no. there's no way that's <laughs> no and the phone rings again she takes another call and Logan takes he and his confusion to his basement apartment yes for sure so we're back at Claire's house and this scene made me laugh so hard she is taken to her bed as a dramatic bitch does <laughs> and Matt comes in from wherever the heck he ever fucking goes he's always gone I, he must have been at Nate's I don't know and he, That's what I think. he is creeping up the stairs like the he is like do 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 very creepy up the <laughs> stairs to not startle her. I don't know why. I don't. Maybe he's thinking she'd be there with him, and he'd be like, "Ah, I gotcha!" Like, <laughs> so, and he starts crying, and he's wiping his nose on his shirt because these are all <laughs> awful people. He says, "Claire, I want to save this," and she's like, "How can you look at me?" 
And he says, because I love you. And I may be a touch of a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he says, you fucked up real bad. And I'm so fucking mad at you. But this is 10 years clear. And I don't want to lose you. Especially now when my magic act is about to take off. <laughs> I've got this growth, <laughs> growth on my back. It's, Maybe it's affecting his brain. <laughs> it's a lot, Claire. It's a lot. And he tells her, I saw Nate and told him. And she's like, what the fuck you're telling people? <laughs> he's, you are. I figured it was fair game. And he's like, well, we're going to get a lawyer. We're going to go to therapy. And we can get past this. And Claire is sucking her thumb, I guess. I don't mm. Because Ooh, she's so weird. She's just awful. <laughs> she's reverting to her childhood. You know, the childhood that she stole from Eric. Oh! Anyway, the three amigos are in Logan's basement apartment. And they're like, dude, everybody knows. You need to tell us what's going on. And, you know, you would think... I think that they thought Eric was going to be like, oh, man, I'm banging Miss Wilson. It's freaking awesome. But he starts crying, and it's just the most pitiful thing. And he's worried about what's going to happen to Claire. She has gotten so deep in his head that, like, he doesn't even realize how this has fucked up his whole life, too. All he cares about is, oh, well, poor Claire. Poor fucking Claire. <laughs> Logan coming in with the logic. He's like, dude, she's an adult as am I. It's not your problem. What happens to her? You didn't do anything wrong. And I was like, applause yeah. for, for the Logan. only time this will happen, Thank Logan. You. Only time. Yes. <laughs> so relish it. Okay. Josh is going the other way and he is freaking out about how she has a husband, dude. And Logan, again, voice of reason. He says, look, I know you probably really like her, but Eric, come on. She's been having sex with her high school student. You know that's bad, right? And Eric, sweet, sweet, sweet Eric, he just gets upset and he's like, you guys don't get it. And he has to leave. And the two of them are just like, okay, what, what just happened here? Okay, we are back at Matt and Claire's, and they are eating dinner, which is grocery store rotisserie chicken. No shame. Love the grocery store rotisserie chicken. But they're still not eating the meat that Claire bought, all that meat from the very first episode. I don't know. Maybe they already did, but See, I doubt it. Here's what happens. She, this this is what I do. She bought all this shit, and then she came home, and then she put it in the freezer. And once it's in the freezer, it's like it doesn't exist anymore. And I should have pulled that out five hours ago if I wanted to make that tonight. So I will just get a rotisserie chicken, and that's the story of how Kelly plans for dinner most nights. <laughs> it's so my story too, but I'm at the point where uh, this bitch is broke. We gotta eat this shit in the freezer. <laughs> so anyways, Matt is saying he's gonna take a few days off of work because Matt is a planner. I mean, he's gotta get his shit in line. And Claire is pouting, as one does. And she says she needs some air and she's gonna go for a walk around the block. And Matt is like, what the fuck? Where are you going? What? What? Um... And she's it's dark. Yeah, she's already out the door and she takes off and she's breathing hard and she's spinning in circles and she's putting her arms above her head like she's just run a marathon. But truth is, she's in a full blown panic attack and she's in the middle of the street and all of a sudden she just gets in the car and drives off. I have to know. You've been sitting there pouting at the table. You had your keys in your pocket, digging into your leg the whole time. Who does this? What kind of monster is this? Because I can't. She's been planning this escape for about four months. <laughs> she's just keeping those keys on her the whole time. <laughs> I can't do that. 
So she takes off, and we all know where she's going. She, she of course, is picking up Eric. And every time she drives up and picks him up, she sidles up to him, and she always gives him this, like, mm, there's my boy. <laughs> Gross. And he gets in the car, and he's immediately, I'm so sorry. I should have lied. I was like, you did. You did start out. Mm-hmm. You, you did everything right. It's her stupidness. She says they would have found out anyways. And he's like, Claire, say something. And I was like, she just fucking did. She just said they would find out anyways. Were you not listening? And she says, I'm scared. And he says, well, let's just run away. I can't be without you. And she's like, that's crazy. He says, we can figure it out. We're good together. And she's like, this is fucking crazy. And I was like, yes, yes, it is. Because yeah, yeah. you're now kidnapping a child. He's like, well, I love you. And I was, and I, you know, in this moment, they're leaving because they're fucking morons. And I get that his brain isn't fully formed, but what's her excuse? They pull into a crappy motel. I don't know how far away this hotel is. I don't know if it's in within walking distance, if they've crossed state lines. Nobody knows. It's Texas, so they could have drove three hours and still been in Texas. I don't know. Right. True. So when they get to the crappy motel, Claire's phone starts ringing. And it's her brother. And he's asking, where the hell are you? I've been calling and calling. You need to get home. This is now considered kidnapping. And Claire's like, um, sorry, new number, who dis? And hangs up on him because she doesn't want to listen to reason. No, who wants that? Anyway, uh, I just had to say one quick thing about when they're in the car together and he's apologizing to her over and over. Not one apology from this bitch, though. Nope. Not one. Not one. Not one. I'm, I, I'm sorry that I told our secret to probably the last person I should have ever mentioned it to. Oh, and how about I'm sorry that I have been grooming and manipulating you from literally day one. Not, no. Not, none of that. Or, you get no sorry from Claire I mean, Wilson. What she could have, the next best thing other than telling Catherine was like to put it on a fucking billboard because that was the, right. the next best thing she could have done. <laughs> it was basically the equivalent. I mean, telling Catherine. Uh, so Eric and Claire are in this motel room now and they are getting hammered and they're getting ready to have sex. And she's like, I was a good teacher, right? And I was like, no, bitch, you weren't. You read a poem. And- <laughs> you read a poem. <laughs> you read a poem. You assigned some reading. Yeah. Nope. Uh, he says, yeah, totally. And she flops back on the bed she is totally wasted and she's like well that's that like that's that's my career I hope I was a good teacher for four seconds because I'm never gonna do it again and he's just like you're so fucking beautiful and you chose me and then she says and like if she had been in the room with me and she were a real person I would smack her in the face so hard because she was like my entire life gone for you and i'm like you did this claire Mm -hmm. you there he bears zero part of this no responsibility you are the fucking adult and you did this and rightly so he is very offended by what she just said so he gets up to walk away and she just grabs him it's like come here and she grabs him back on top of her and they have sex and It's, again, what I was saying before, there is nothing sexy about this scene. It is so awkward, and she keeps grabbing his face and making it like, look at me. Look at me. (laughs) And I just just put it at the end. I was like, whatever, because I just want to, like, plug my ears and and eyes and just fast forward through it, because it was... I did. Gross. I did, and then I stopped, and she was the same, and I had to rewind, because I want to know what she said, and it was not worth it. It it was not worth it. Skip it. It's gross. Mm, Because, ew. Okay, so the next morning, Eric is laying in bed, all pensive, while Claire sleeps, and he gets up, and he grabs his phone, and he sneaks into the bathroom, 
and he looks at his phone and his phone is freaking blowing up. His mom has called him seven times and left him messages. All his friends are high-fiving him and calling him a legend because you slept with the teacher. That's amazing. No, it's not, guys. No, it's not. Teenage boys out there, it's not cool. And even his friend Leo says, Miss Wilson, brah. Because that's how my kids say it. Um, <laughs> but they, they didn't say that back in 2013, 2012, whenever we decided this fucking was. I can't remember. No. They weren't say, doing the bra thing unless they were like in Hawaii. So Claire wakes up a little later and she finds herself naked alone in bed. And she calls out for Eric, but he doesn't answer. So she throws on a t-shirt. I don't think she even puts on pants. She just puts on a t-shirt. Nope, just t-shirt. And she walks outside the hotel room and discovers he's gone. I don't know how she discovers he's gone because he didn't steal her car. She didn't even look in the bathroom. He couldn't take her shit. She don't know. Right. And they didn't pack anything. So it's not like his suitcase is gone. Yeah. So, I mean, she just looks outside and she's like, her hair's a mess and she just looks devastated. Doesn't make any sense. So then Eric comes home and we see him. We I think we determined last time that he, the last message on his phone was from Logan, that maybe he asked, look, called Logan and asked him to give him a ride. We don't mm-hmm. see yeah, that. We just see him right. like walking up the sidewalk to his, past the toddler toys to his mom and giving her a hug. And I was like, did they just go around the corner? Did he walk home? Maybe this is what's next door to their house is this crazy hey, motel. It's a mo- motel. And they just really shove those kids at. <laughs> <laughs> So we see him hugging mom, and then we see Claire driving, and then it cuts back to Eric is crying on his bed in the fetal position, and his mom is trying to comfort him, and he is just, he looks like a little, like an eight-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. He Like that somebody mm-hmm. just, you know, told him there is no Santa, or that's... And she is such a good mommy. Yeah. She's just She's trying. She's trying. Off. I mean, what would, I wouldn't know what to do. If this, if... I wouldn't either. What, he, what do you do? Yeah. He is just broken. So... Then we see Claire pull into a parking lot, and it's got a whole bunch of motorcycles in the parking lot, and we're not really clear of where she's at. We've got a pretty good idea. So she gets up, and she starts walking like she's walking through water. She's super slow up to the building, and she cries a little bit, and we realize this is the police station, and she's going to turn herself in. She walks the sliding doors, and the episode ends with her staring at nothing in the police station. So... Assuming oh. next episode is going to be Judgment Day, I don't know, or yeah. or we're going to have a huge time leap. I'm not sure. Yeah. But that's the end of that nonsense. I have to say, okay, this is probably, probably the worst t- possible thing to be reading at the same time. I just finished a book. It's gotten, like, really great reviews. It just came out not that long ago. It's called um, My Dark Vanessa. It's about a girl. She sees this viral Facebook post about this woman has come out saying that a teacher at the boarding school she went to had molested her or had sexually assaulted her, harassed her um, for when when she was a student. And uh, this reporter reaches out to this girl, her name is Vanessa, and says, "Um, we heard something similar happen to you and we would like to talk to you for this article. And she says, well, no, that's not the same thing. We were in love. So then it go, it's going flashing back and forth to when she was 15 and now when she's 30, this relationship that she had with a male teacher who groomed her, sexually assaulted her, that whole deal. But she's struggling with these feelings of he's groomed her so well that they were in love. This was a relationship. This was... Mm-hmm. This was fine. This is complete. I mean, now it's gone. And then over this, you know, 15 years, they it goes back and forth over the 15 years from when she's 15 to 30. They still have a relationship, not a relationship, but they are still in contact with each other. And the fact that she's still in love with him. 
explain like some kind of like sexual aspects of it every time even in her head it feels like an assault to her but she's like but he loves me he loves me he loves he's worships me blah 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 so reading that at the same time as watching mm-hmm. this i finished it the other day reading this at the same time as watching this show oh so many aspects even from a male version female version how did you find this how do you stumble across something um what did I, oh, because you know what it is, is I uh, read Entertainment Weekly, or it's now Entertainment Monthly, or whatever oh, yeah, it is, yeah. and it was one of their books to read before it even came out. Mm. It had, I think it's already been optioned for a movie because it, was, it had such big buzz on it, and oh. so I've been wanting to read it for a long time, so it's been in my, like, library queue for a long time, and they finally got it, and I read it, like, in a day, and it was so freaking good. It's very, I don't know, enlightening, I guess, for how easily... These predators will do this to kids without a second thought and how easy these kids, like in hers, it was, she felt bad if she turned him down, like she was going to get in trouble. Like it was just, mm-hmm. ugh. but there you go. <sighs> so watch this That's... horde show what? and then read this awesome book <laughs> and be grossed yeah. out by everything. Mm-hmm. You're yes. welcome, America. Or... Or feel really good about yourself that you're a normal adult. Oh God, I hope doesn't... so require the attention of 16 year olds oh boy okay so as far as the next two episodes go they're still releasing one a week and the last episode will be released on december 15th so the plan is to get those two episodes seven and eight to you which are the last two episodes i for some reason thought there were 10 thank god there's only eight you guys so we plan to get those two to you after uh, the weekend after that we'll see how that goes but anyway if you have any suggestions for us i think we have a couple of ideas of where we're going after this but if you have anything else you could let us know you could find us on facebook at that's original podcast you could find us on instagram at that's original podcast uh where else could they find us stephanie um you can find us on twitter at that's so pod you can find us at our actual website at that's so original podcast.com you can send us an email at that's so original podcast at gmail.com like us review us on itunes all that good stuff so yeah if you could please do all of that and just say hi at any of those places or all of them i mean dream big yeah. you guys just dream big we would love you forever we already do anyway that's that's it for us and we will talk in your general vicinity next time bye bye we start with kate who the hell is kate she's kate no she's not she's claire what was i thinking okay um she's kate mara Oh, maybe that's what I had. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody, this bitch, is lying in bed. <laughs> it's Claire. <laughs>